podcast with Mo. What up? Welcome to episode 79 of A Podcast with Mo. I am Mo. On this episode, we're joined by Snappy. We talk about our Patreon page, um, a fart website I remembered from yesteryear, uh, warm toilet seats, wiping your ass, and the strategies involved, uh, man spreading, the television show Euphoria, the movie The American, um, hit record watchdogs contest. That'll make sense more later, maybe. Uh, Meth Gators, Area 51 shit, cocaine, telephones. Uh, I have a pretty good story of my second major arrest, um, so stick around for that one. And then a little bit of sports talk at the very end for like five minutes or so. So anyway, thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, so first things first, patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Um, you can go there, and if you're a fan of this podcast, give me money. And if you're a Snappy, my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall the Dharma Nisha Bear, or Pow Wow, um, you'll be shout out like that as a co-producer. So big ups in for co-producing. Um, yeah, anyway, that's all I got. Um, so right before we record, you farted. It reminded me of something. I had something on my fucking list, right? So it just fucking worked perfectly. Back in the early internet days, I just this came in my head like three days ago, and I was like, I got to write it down because it's so fucking random. I remember vividly going to my friend Dew's house, right? And they had a gateway computer, the one that came in the box that had the cow print all over it. I don't know if you remember this or not. And uh, it was like one machine. It was like the speakers, the monitor, the computer, the disk drive. It was one fucking cube. And you just plop that motherfucker down. There was no tower you connected with a VGA cable or any of that. And I remember just being at their house on that computer and... We found a website in which it was just fart noises, and it was just people, early internet, this is probably 98, maybe, if I'm guessing, and you just click the fucking play button on a fucking little MP3 or WAV file, whatever the fuck it was, and be like, <laughs> and you would just fucking crack your little ass off, and then the next one would be like wetter, so it'd be like, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, that one, you know what this now, smell. My brother has fart machines, remote control, where he set it under someone and be across the room. Right, and, I remember when those became popular yeah. uh, for a while. Uh, anyway, I was just randomly thought about how early internet had a whole website of nothing but different farts to listen to, and it like was entertaining for like an hour. Well, did you me. ever watch the George Carlin, uh, uh, one of his comedies, he was talking about how they couldn't even fart on TV? It was like a big no-no. Right. Well, I've, I have watched a lot of George Carlin stuff. It's probably the one where he talks about the seven forbidden words right. on TV. Yeah. Makes sense to go Talking about You could be having sex in the other room, but by God, you can't fart. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Fart thing marked off the list. Um, I got something that kind of goes along with that. Yeah. Have you ever went to the toilet? Was, this got brought up the other day. And you sat down and the fucking toilet seat's warm. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? Do you do you just muster through it, or you? Get... What am I gonna do? Get ice for it? Well, like, you, know, you can't <laughs> get up, do. change toilet seats where one ain't just been preheated. Yeah, it's a tough one for sure, um, and it's different. I would say the worst toilet seats that happens with are the ones we have before the one I currently have was like that. It's particle board, but then it's like painted with whatever on it. Most toilet seats, I think, or a lot of toilet seats are this. You don't realize it, and those I think they stay warm in a weird way. Um, and then there's like my grandparents, I remember growing up, always had the like 
cushiony toilet seats. They, they would always break and pinch her ass. Right, and uh, those would be warm too all the time. It seemed like or warmer, but uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think I could, I mean I just I think you just know like someone's ass was on this. But I mean it's not it that weirds me it weirds me out, man. I mean I stay there for the duration, do what I got to do, but man right. it weirds me out. I mean as long as we're on bathroom stuff and it's been at least twenty episodes, I'm sure since I mentioned this, I still cannot get over the fact that it's like fifty fifty in the world of people who sit down to wipe their ass and people that stand up to wipe their ass. And I'll never forget Marie tell a story when I learned that this is a thing that people argued about was me and my little cousin Shad, also your cousin. We were watching this movie with uh, two other people. I don't remember the fucking was at the moment, and it was some National Lampoon's movie, not a popular one, right? Like one of the little shit ass uh-huh. ones that just had tits in it or whatever. And there's four guys on that in that movie arguing over if you sit down or stand up to wipe your ass. And me and Shad were like. There's no way people stand up to wipe their ass. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Me and Shad were just completely on team. We sit down and wipe our ass. What the fuck are you talking about? You stand up. And the other two people in the room are like, no, you stand up so you can grab back there with your other hand and open it up more. And I'm like, what? Y'all stand? And then it was since that day, I was a junior in high school probably when that happened. I have been like fascinated with the fact that it's, and it pretty much, I'm pretty sure through polls is like pretty 50 50 in guys, whether if they sit down or stand up to wipe their ass. And I just think it's crazy. I know. I remember talking about this with you and sit down all the way, man. If you sit down, they're already spread where they need exactly, to be. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. It, I think it probably has to do with how your mom or whoever your adult was in your life that was wiping your ass did it. This is what I've come to. This is my theory at the moment. My mom would be like, because I was I was little, I was little and skinny or whatever uh, as a little kid, and she would make me just lean forward as much as possible while I was still sitting there and like wipe my ass, or whatever. Right? That's how I remember it in my head right. when I would yell at my mom to wipe my ass. And then I remember my mom found out that at daycare I wiped my own ass, and they ratted me out. The daycare lady, my mom, and mom's like, I've been wiping your ass for no reason. I was like, I'm lazy. Oh man, my two boys, man. Daddy, will you come wipe my honey? Both of them. I mean, they're eight years apart. Both of them exactly. Still? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, till they was like good five or six. And like, no, yeah. man, you got to take care of this. What do you do at school? I hold it. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I was, was like, don't four. hold it. That makes you, it messes your shit up. I was four whenever uh, the daycare lady ratted me out. And I remember my mom would be like talking to him like, I'm sorry that he still makes y'all do that. And they're like, he doesn't. He does it himself. My mom like looked at me and I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I couldn't. Um, and that's a whole yeah. other thing. Like, I don't have kids. So I don't think about that shit. But yeah, you like fucking wipe a little person's ass for a while. Yeah. It's like a thing you do. Um, I'm done with that, though. So this is going to be somewhat vaguely related, but not really. And we're just going to go through my list and see what fucking comes up. I've seen people complaining and I'm all for the feminist movement of the idea of like, I think everyone should be treated equal. You know, I don't think right. like you should pay them more to make up for the fact we've been assholes as men forever. I'm just like, but I'm, I'm all for like everyone should be treated equal. I'm all for that. Um, but there's this whole thing that guys can't open their legs. If you sit down and your legs open up to let your testicles not get crushed by your thighs or whatever, all of a sudden you're man spreading. And you're showing your dominance by man-spreading. Never heard of and this. And women aren't allowed to fucking spread their legs. And I'm like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Like, but if there's room, I'm not putting my knees together. I'm fat, first off. So it's just not where I have little legs, though, compared to the rest of my body. 
but like it just would crush your junk. My, it's more comfortable to not do my it. My knees are not going to fit together and me be able to maintain that position. I cannot sit uh, what I would have grew up calling Indian style. They now call crisscross applesauce. Uh, there's this test online uh, that doctors use, and it's basically the best way to know how good of health you're in and how close you are to dying by whatever, is if you can go from standing to seated in an Indian style and then go from that back up without no assistance, you're in, like, perfect health. Without, like, uh, leaning on your hand or all that. Like, you just fucking popping up. I could do it when I was in judo training. Koopy, when I first started to her, she was like, easy. Boom, went down up, and I was like, oh, shit. And I can't. I haven't been able to sit crisscross applesauce or Indian sauce since I was, like, 13. My knees don't bend like that. Those motherfuckers hurt as soon as I try that. So, um, anyway, just saying, I'm not flexible. And so for me to have to then be all contortionist. Manspreading. Yeah, so manspreading is the newest thing I've seen this last week Man, uh, to look out for. Everyone brings up the whole feminist movement, but everywhere I've worked, there's been just as many women in power as there is men. Anywhere I've worked. Yeah, I think on middle class to lower class level jobs, yeah. So I've never seen this, so when they argue with me about it, I'm just like, I haven't seen that ever. Right. I think the argument is in like the more executive levels is where it's ninety percent this and the things that we don't qualify for or we're not getting paid to do. We're like goo like in tech industries, it's like all a bunch of fucking nerdy guys. Few bitches. I thought they would run the world there, right? I don't know. I know that's being a lot of stereotypical on some shit, so I'll try not to be. Um <clears throat> one there's like two things I was gonna let's see what I'm gonna all right. There's a TV show called Euphoria. It's like the new Zeitgeist show. I don't know if you know what that means. So, nope. uh, Zeitgeist is like, I don't even know if I know. We're going to test my knowledge here. It's uh, like what everyone's talking about. Right? Okay. Like that's the Zeitgeist is like whatever. Everyone just knows it and talking about it and shit. That's how I interpret that term. Someone correct me how I'm wrong. Um, so I've heard a lot about it. It's got the chick from the new Spider-Man movies. I haven't watched the new Spider-Man movies, but whoever's a chick in that is the main character in this Euphoria show. And it kind of follows three main stories, probably more. But there's like, uh, you know, the main chick who she OD'd on some drugs. And now she's like back from rehab is still trying to do some drugs. She's in high school. So it's like, you know, some it's basically like real life teenage shit. But it's like super dramatic. And I'm sure it does. It's not really like this. But it's showing teenagers have sex and do a bunch of drugs and get all crazy. Right. And it's got a lot of shocking moments. And it's on HBO. So there's like lots of easily minimum four dicks an episode. Lots of dicks for whatever reason. Um, so there's that girl's story who's the worst. She's the main character. Worst part of the, the show is her story. She's very boring. She just likes doing fucking opiates and passing out. Like, who the, that's not exciting at all. Um, the girl that me and Kubi like the most is uh, there's like a bigger girl, and she, it's kind of a spoiler for the first episode, but she gives this guy a blowjob or something at a party, and he fucks her, and he films it, puts it on Pornhub, so it kind of deals with like this whole you know, when that shit happens to girls these days. Internet and, bully and shaming. Right. Well, I mean, basically this was just like, okay, a 17 or 16, I think is what she's supposed to be. Her video just got uploaded to Pornhub. She tries to get it removed. And there's, they say, okay, but someone else already downloaded and uploaded it somewhere else. So like people are distributing child pornography technically, right? But there's not like something in place. Anyway, not they get over that pretty quickly because then she kind of just leans into it and she's like, because people, she sees the comments where people are like, ooh, I'd fuck the shit out of her. And she's like, ooh. And so, it comes to eventually she's watching a dude who has a fucking fetish of someone yelling at him. He has a small dick. Um, 
while he jacks off. And, like, you're watching this on the TV show, right? And it's a little uncomfortable. It's fucking hilarious at the same time. It's weird. It's a weird show. But I think uh, if you have HBO, you might as well give it a shot and see if you can handle it or not. And then the other main story part, there's, like, a someone transitioning, trying to use the right proper words, like, born, born a boy, now a girl, has tits, shows the tits. First time you see this person, I think, they're in underwear. So you can tell they have a dick, but they're in panties and they have tits. So you're like... What the fuck's going on? So it's um, it's a very woke show. It's very current wow. and with the times, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Hey, my oldest daughter might like that show, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I yeah, would. your oldest daughter for sure would enjoy this show. It's very, very her, I think. She sympathizes with high school drama. Right. Now, we, me and the wife have watched it. I mean, we enjoy it. I'll probably watch the whole season or whatever because I really like the bigger girl's storyline. Like, hers is kind of carrying me through, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to see what happens here with her. <laughs> and this fucking, like, the dude, the dude's like her sugar daddy is like, you tell me when I can come. And she's like, okay. So she'll, like, text him, like, I need $100 and you can come. And he'll wire $100. And then he writes, thank you, <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, Fuck if this happens in the real world. And I feel like it has to be based on something, right? Anyway. If yeah. anyone else out there has watched Euphoria, let me know. It's a fucking weird show. Man, I tried to watch a show called The American the other day with George Clooney. <clears throat> Might be the worst movie I've ever seen. Um He was a spy that Is it an old movie or is it? Wasn't it new? super old. I mean uh, Yeah, I've never heard yeah. of it. Never heard of it. It's probably in the two thousands, maybe late nineties. Uh, I ain't I ain't really sure, but it was fucking terrible. Well, I know a lot of things he uh, starred in or directed there for a while had that, like, feel of... There's a lot of delay. It's like a lot of staring at the camera. Like, deliver my line and then look at the camera shit. Yeah. I never liked George Clooney. I know everyone loves him, but I'm, I've never I been know. a fan. The American is fucking terrible. All right. You've heard it here first, or maybe not. It sounds like an old movie, or older-ish. Something I saw a big news story about this week. Uh, you know, I like video games. Kind of. I don't really play on that much these days. Um but, you know, there's a video game company, Ubisoft. They make uh, the Assassin's Creed games and I don't know, all kinds of fucking games, really. I can't name them all. Uh, but they're making this new Watch Dogs 3, but it's called something else. I don't remember. It's the third Watch Dogs game, right? And they more or less have this contest that uh, if you go to Joseph Gordon-Levitt has a website called Hit Record, and you can go there and collaborate with people to make music thing that exists out there so anyway through that website they're going to choose 10 songs and if they if they get chosen will be in this game coming out whenever like in a year from now or whenever it is and you'll get two thousand dollars you know whoever you and whoever collaborated to make the song and then this turned into like people on twitter being like uh from like the video game industry and movie industry being like this is spec work you can't make people do work and not pay them and they just happen to get paid if you use it that's not right you know and they were trying to stand on that leg and as me as a person who makes music i'm like that's literally what all this fuck everything creative in my opinion is you make shit and you pray that fucking someone will give you money Dude, for if it. your song was in a video game that would be like an achievement man right I don't know. And so i've seen all these people complain about it i'm like i don't know i think every time i make a song I don't care how long I put into it. I never do it with any expectation someone's paying me money. Mm. And so all these people, I'm sure, done the same thing. They're making a cool song. They hope it wins. Like, I hope the right motherfucker listens to this. Right. That's, I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting. And this whole argument happened where, like, all these people just kind of came out in the video game industry. Like, well, you wouldn't have someone develop a game and then you choose out of whoever 
had the best game, you'll just pay them and not the other one. I'm like, good if it's a contest. Yeah. Like, I don't know what y'all are missing about this. Like, these motherfuckers aren't salaried employees at these companies. Or they get some good songs for free that way. Right. I mean, I think it's a good idea. I just having your name, your song on a video game is fucking, that's fucking badass. Right, because your song's cool. It's on the video game. Someone hears it, they're like, what's that? They look it up. Now they'll go listen to you. Right. I think it's a good idea. I think Grand Theft Auto shows for every, for all their songs in the next Grand Theft Auto, it's going to be all people that aren't fucking known at all. Like, you know, because they, right now, they litter it full of current rappers or whatever that I'm like, eh, I don't really care about Gucci Mane being on this. Right. I'm like a weird dude who likes Southern rap music and doesn't like Gucci Mane, but I fucking everyone loves it. And I'm like, I just think it's trash. Um, anyway, they could do that shit. They could go on SoundCloud and do a whole fucking radio station of SoundCloud rappers on the next Grand Theft Auto yeah. and make all those people's fucking careers, right? I yeah. Know. I just think all that stuff would be really cool to do. But it's all wishful thinking. Um, but I was talking about video games. And I'm like, I'm just barely into them. I know you haven't played video games in, in a while. It's been a long time for you. I've never not been into video games. Like I've always been really into them, but I just mess with music so much that like I play like it's like 30 minutes a night, maybe just to be like, yeah, I played that game, but I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever beat it. You know, the game I keep playing forever and I want to play more games. So I want to have a day of like, I just play a lot of video games, but I feel like, I'm wasting time if I'm not fucking with the podcast or doing music. So I'm like, no, go in the fucking room on the computer. I'm going to fucking make something, I guess. But someday I need to really just like a whole weekend be like video game weekend. Yeah, well, you used to pull all-nighters and shit on Mario Kart. Right. I need to do something. I mean, normally it's like now it's like, well, it's 10 o'clock. I guess I'll turn this off. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, get ready for bed. Old man. Old. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, did you see where Alabama was having a problem and they asked people to quit flushing their meth down the toilet? Was it I know it was Alabama or Florida? Yeah, Alabama is what okay. I seen. No, they was getting some. It meth. seemed like a Florida thing, you know. They was getting some meth gators. Yeah, good old meth gators. What uh, the fuck would you do with a meth gator? That motherfucker ain't gonna quit death rolling for nothing. I, mean, I think it's pretty simple. You just throw something and it'll look over, be distracted like other meth heads are, and then you take them from the side. I don't. I think it makes them less scary. To me, do I want to fight? A meth head or someone who's not a meth head. If you want to just beat the shit out of them, a meth head, because they'll still keep coming at you. Right. Um, but they're not going to hurt you. They're itty bitty and weak and skinny. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I've never been around a. I don't want to be around a gator. Period. Much less a meth gator. Oh, I was talking about meth heads. Yeah. Being skinny. Yeah, meth heads are usually skinny. So I feel like the alligators will get skinnier and less frightening. Maybe. Maybe they wouldn't be hungry. But maybe they would be rabid. You know, just be fucking. Ridiculous. Maybe it affects them different. That. Oh, yeah. it's a good point. Do you remember when they had that drug they said it was coming from Russia called, uh, and they called it crocodile, and it made your skin turn into a fucking crocodile skin or some shit, and it was like the whole, it was on the news like a year ago. And I was like, what, is this a real fucking thing? And I haven't heard about it since. I must have missed it. Yeah, it was like a one-week news story. You know how those things happen these days. Uh, since the last time we recorded, you've come across all the Area 51 memes. Oh, yeah. Like, you're now fully aware. It's definitely taken over. I guess I just told like, you a few days early. Man, it's like we talk about shit on the podcast, and the next week on Facebook, and that's pretty much what it is. Yep. It's fucking crazy. They're fucking listening, man. Um, so, Area 51 memes are great. To me, the problem is I love the idea of people actually doing it. Like, I think it's it's a test of the what our country is, as if fucking a, half a million people stormed Area 51 and see if the military killed them. 
I would be fascinated to see the result of that. Because me and you have been looking on Facebook because last week I was, you were like, no way people would revolt. From the looks of it, motherfuckers are fine with the military killing people. That's what I've noticed this week. They have no problem with the military killing people that come on their military base. And I kind of get it in theory. But I feel like at a certain number, you have to answer questions. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not going to do it because, you know, it's a restricted area. I just I try to follow the rules if I can. I don't got the money to do it, to be honest. And But if I was a soldier and someone told me to shoot a fucking unarmed civilian, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm about fuck you. That's what I would think, too. But I referenced Skinny last week. Skinny's fucking over here sharing all these memes about killing people, being the army. So I was wrong about him. He's not fucking on our side. So I, I just don't think I could do it that easy. Not unless they was fucking coming at me. If they was coming at me with a weapon, I've all seen, means. And I also want to say, not just kidding, everyone on my Facebook friend list who was in the active military at one time have all been like, kill fucking civilians. At least through the memes they share, it seems they support that. Now, I don't want to pass too much judgment. I'm just saying, everyone. So I, I just do, think I was wrong. I do not, but I'm not going to be just devastated if all these people show up and they get shot i'm not i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna be devastated i think because it'll be a national tragedy i'm like follow the fucking rules it's a restricted area you're not supposed to be there don't go yeah but you break the rules you take the consequences i agree that's a lot of people and i feel like we have a revolt Fuck it, you want to send a girl away for licking a goddamn thing of ice cream for 20 years i do so if they just shoot them they're just taking them 20 years they're, they're sentencing them to death that was one girl who ruined the whole fucking ice cream industry, first off. Well, they're going to ruin all the government secrets, god dang it. Fuck them. We need transparent government. I'm tired. I don't like a military running our our country, though, also. Like, I, yeah. I've been pretty adamant on here that we spend way too much money on that shit. And if we are hiding cool aliens, we need to know about it. That's where mm-hmm. I'm at. I think we're ready. I don't think they're hard. I don't think there is aliens. I don't either. I said last week, Trump would have said some shit. I'm sold on that. There ain't no fucking way. That or they didn't tell him, you know, we've covered some of this um let's see i don't really have a whole lot going on um do you see the starbucks thing no i don't have a clue what you're talking about where uh, there are some police officers just having coffee in starbucks uh the customers complain if they didn't want to be in a restaurant with police officers and they kicked the police officers out where they kick the cops out huh it's weird they kick the cops out all the rest of it not that weird it's weird they kick the cops out yeah because when they kick someone else out of you, just said that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. See, um, and I'm not on here over fucking defending cops. That's not my position. But I think they have every right in the world to fucking be in a public place drinking goddamn coffee. I don't know. Well, hell, we always invited cops into the restaurant I had because that made your restaurant more secure. Not people's going to come in there and fucking do stupid shit. Right. Like when I worked at the movie theater, you had a cop come fucking hang out in the lobby at night. Yeah. Fucking awesome. What's there for? Uh, 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 people act, don't act as stupid right now i'll just because uh give me something about i gotta say i do think it's weird the way traffic laws work i don't like this fucking game of cat and mouse they do fuck it's all big fucking game yeah i just think it's a weird big fucking game of like haha you want to break the rules and we'll catch you and you pay us money i'm like no y'all don't care about safety and this is all big fucking getting paid thing and that's it's weird. It's just weird. All everything about our justice system blows my fucking mind the fact that they have a quota for tickets anyway right Exactly. Now, I think whenever, you know, like, so-and-so's husband hits them and they call the cops and the cops show up and they're like, I think there's, like, a lot of great things cops do. You mm-hmm. know, like, I don't want to say that, but 
normally these traffic issues is where it ends up someone shoots somebody because they fear for their life that someone's running from them, which I will never fucking get those goddamn arguments. Um, I just I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't get any of the thing. Like it, they make it so escalated like a video game out in the fucking real world. Now, of course, yes, I would pull over if I saw lots. I'm pulling over. All right. And I get some people don't, and it gets You're escalated. You're going to have your insurance, your registration, right. your ID ready. And so I get that I'm like in a weird position because I'm like, well, I don't think you should kill these people that do that, but I would never be in that position, you know. But I just don't think death should be the punishment for some of these things people do. All right. Unless it's licking fucking ice cream. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. Uh, the bank J.P. Uh, Morgan Chase. Yeah. Owned uh, these uh, ships that they had a huge cocaine bus on. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, they busted this a huge amount of cocaine, and it was uh, the owners was J.P. Morgan, Chase Bank. Well, I'm sure they'll get out of it. They'll claim yeah. they didn't know and some shit. Well, but, I bet. Uh, I mean, but is cocaine illegal in international waters? Probably. I think cocaine's illegal. What, what the fuck? You can't do shit on international waters. I mean, do they catch them there, or do they catch them in a port? They catch them in a port, oh, okay. I believe. <laughs> I just have always been like, what if drug dealers were like... I'll come pick you up and fly you to my fucking ship in the middle of the ocean and fly you back because it's all illegal. You know, like if if uh, like uh, Pablo Escobar had to do it all over again or whatever, I feel like he could figure out a way to just build a fucking island of his own in the ocean. He's like international waters. People visit me on my island. It's not illegal. Right. I feel like there's a loophole we could get well, into. I think just busted that other guy. I don't remember what his name Chapo? was. Yeah. Oh, Chapo, yeah. Like but, tw- 12 something billion dollars they're confiscating. Yeah. Must be nice. Way to get paid. Fucking. They let well, people they say, get what rich. What do they do with all that money? Right. Well, they let the people get rich so they can take it. Right. Or whatever. That's kind of the way. I know, but <laughs> they, they've taken down a bunch of mafia guys and. Right. You don't see any of that shit. Drug lords. I mean, there's but so much money. Again, it's a drop in the bucket of what the military spends in fucking a day. Like, amount of money, our tax money goes, the fucking military blows my mind. Blows my mind. Um, we can fucking feed everybody. You know, everyone can have health care and everyone can have all the shit in the world. Anyway. Um, what else you got? Uh, do you know the country code? Like, if you're outside and need to call America, do you know the country code? One. Is it? I was just asking if you know it, because I don't. I believe it is. It got brought up the other day, and uh, it was on a movie, and they're like, what's your country code? And we, me and Melissa looked at each other, and we're like, what? There's a country code? I believe ours is one. That's why you dial one, and then the area code, and then whatever. Oh. And I want to say all of North America is one. I could be wrong. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. I didn't know it existed. But I'm, fuck, I don't want to like be an idiot about it. But uh, I remember being in like elementary school, seeing a list of different country codes for telephone numbers. But I was like, well, how the fuck? I don't think you can call them because I always got annoyed when like on TV shows they would accidentally call China. I'm like, I don't think it works like that because <laughs> I just I was like, there ain't no way because after you doubt when I was a kid, and I'm sure yours is similar, and phones have evolve all the time or dead you could only put in eight digits 
it was like, or I'm sorry, seven digits. So it was like the three, it's like for War Eagle, Oklahoma, it was 228. So like our area could hear Savido. And then after that, War Eagle was 228. And then my phone number was 2452 growing up. And once you put in that many, it started ringing. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like there wasn't, you couldn't so, keep hitting buttons. So like every time I go to War Eagle and use Granny's phone, all you had to do was press the eight. You didn't have to press the two, two. Maybe. There's always, I know, um, my friend's uncle worked for the phone company and he had zero, 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 zero. And I thought it was so fucking cool. Um, but he also had an old ass fucking rotary phone. Cause you go to his house and shit. Uh, but yeah. And I remember my grandparents talking about you would type in words like in their community. You'd put in Play-Doh and it called the eight houses over here. And one of the eight, all the eight phones would ring. One person would answer. Oh, uh, dude! I, and like people would be like, "I got this phone and shit." And yeah, like, we lived in Temple. It was like a shared line. Yeah, yeah. You know, like these neighbors be two miles down the street, and they're on the phone. And you never could get on the phone because they're always on the damn thing. It was really weird. That was the weirdest six months I'd ever lived. It was a town called Temple. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with Temple myself. Hastings. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Hastings. That's uh, last. Uh, I guess it's on the music episode coming out this Friday. I mentioned falling asleep in church. That church was in Hastings, Oklahoma. So yeah. I went there fucking all the time. Um, you mentioned the phones. I saw a thing about how farmers had these phones that they could connect a barbed wire line so they could talk to each other. And they are they have been credited with saving like thousands of farmers from killing themselves from suicide. Because I guess that used to be a big thing because they were just so secluded in solitude or whatever back in the day. And then they introduce these phone lines. They just fucking put on their barbed wire. And then anyone on the barbed wire line connects to it could talk to each other. That's crazy. I know. I was like, that's pretty fucking interesting. <laughs> it's kind of like the string in the cup. Right. But like way fucking better. Right. <laughs> like a million times better. Um, hmm. See what time we're I noticed you uh, changed your top five list order. That w- kind of weirded me out. Instead of going five down to one, y'all went one through five. You and uh, Petra. Well, no, no, we didn't. If you would have listened to the explanation, and it says not the first time we've done it, I've done it with Wyatt on Game of Thrones characters. I didn't listen to Wyatt's episode, sorry. So I said we were doing a draft style of top five. So that wasn't my top five. Okay. That was my top five of what was left. Like, he chose one, and I couldn't choose that. Okay, all and right. I chose one. I, mean, I missed that. Right. right. So it was different than normal, but that's why we did it. Okay. Because I didn't want us both to be like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, uh, Captain Crunch, you know, all the. Okay. Because we would have. Yeah, I straight missed that part. Um, But I'm, since you just got that episode, Brad Strex commented on it and he has horrible taste in cereal. So. Yeah. I'm, just throw it out there. Whatever, man. He likes eggplant sugar flakes. Yes. Yeah, eggplant flakes for sure. Um, let's see. Trying to think. Last time, I always said I would retell some stories of me getting arrested. Um, and I think I shared the one the first time I got arrested in the dorm room, like however many episodes ago. So I could talk about the next one. It could take up some time. Uh, when I pledged a fraternity, you know, I'd been so I got arrested my first semester in college, like three seven in my dorm room smoking pot. I wasn't even there. These other people ratted me out because they're bitches. And I got fucking cops called on me by these fucking six eight basketball players, so they're bitches too. That's just how I'm gonna feel about it forever. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Um. I quit smoking pot for let's see. I got arrested in September till probably like February of the next year. So that's like a really long time. And I remember going home at Christmas break and rolling joints for people because no one else could roll joints out of my friends. And I got paid money. Wasn't even smoking pot. Just rolling their joints and going home. 
and it fucking sucked. I was like, it's bullshit. But I just was trying to, I was really waiting for my court date. My court date kept getting pushed back forever and ever until someone got murdered and they just forgot to schedule my court date. And my attorney was like, fuck it. Let's just not even bring it up again. Don't get in trouble. And that's how he handled it. Probably not the correct way, if I'm guessing. And then I joined a fraternity that uh, you were in or whatever. So I started pledging them. I had a lot of friends. Uh, I had another uh, family member in town who knew someone who could get me marijuana. And so I was starting to buy like pounds and shit, you know, pot, um, because that was fun. And me and my friend LV, who's now in jail for life, we started selling some pot. And I was smart about it. I was like, I have to fucking know you. You're going to come over and smoke with me. And then maybe I'll sell you some pot. And LV was like, in his backpack across campus screaming i have pie who wants to buy a fucking pot <laughs> and i was like god damn i was so pissed now the dude who ratted us out i seen the other day i'm pretty sure this is who ratted me out this time uh he was like a runner quote unquote right like, i ain't trying like i'm like a big deal or anything we went and bought like a fucking pound of pot but we gave like a qp to this guy he would bring us back however much money we would request right for it um kind of front him and some shit so he leaves and then after he left Cop showed up, so I'm like, pretty sure it was that dude. And I saw him in the store the other day, and he wouldn't look at me. And I was like, yeah, fuck. And I mean, it was like years ago. I don't even care anymore. Um, but but now I get arrested. So I just gotten into the fraternity, so I'm like an official member at this point of time. And it's me and a bunch of fraternity brothers. I think it's Powwow's there, and Jay, and LV. I don't know if Travis was there. I feel like Travis might have been there, but he might not have been. I don't remember. There were some people there in my house, right? Now, Jay, this was like the first or second time he ever smoked pot. So I, I don't blame him, but he got high and jumped behind my couch. We had a police scanner, unplugged my police scanner, or else we probably would have been a little better situation, right, for the night. And then there were a couple uh, girls who were in a sorority, and then this other girl there. And so we were way loud in an apartment. All right. I mean, it was all, I mean, I was a fucking idiot, right? We had a fucking pound behind the fridge, an ounce on the table. We were just fucking smoking out. Fucking 12 fucking people in this little ass apartment. Cops show up, and, you know, I'm like, oh, it's my apartment, blah, blah, blah. They found the ounce immediately, and I'm like, yep, that's all of it. And since I gave it to them, they didn't search my apartment. They just took that. They didn't find the pound in my apartment, so I really lucked out quite a bit on that. And then the guy was just going to give me a ticket. And he was like, I'm going to fucking write you a ticket, blah, 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 let you go. And I was like, this is goddamn the best fucking day ever. And then this other cop was like, we don't do that shit in Ada, Oklahoma. And that cop was new. He was from Davis. They're like, if you get arrested for pot in this city, you go to jail. And I was like, God damn it. So I thought they'd throw me in this goddamn itty-bitty police car. They make, like, no foot room. It's so fucking stupid how uncomfortable police cars are. Um, so I had to go to this fucking jail. By the way, I probably taken some like lore times or some shit that day. I wasn't making great decisions at this point in time in my life. And I was all fucked up. So I went to bed. I didn't call my mom um, or anything because she said if I ever got arrested again, don't ever fucking call her. And I was like, okay. So I didn't. And fucking the guy who used to come on the like Crime Stopper fucking radio ads or whatever here in town, he fucking woke me up at three in the morning. Fucking tries to ask me to fucking rat people out. And I was like, well, it's fine, man. I'll just take whatever, whatever punish. I'm not going to get anybody in trouble. I'm like, and he kept pressuring me. I was like, I'm not fucking wearing no goddamn wires or shit. Like, well, get the fuck. I, dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. So he got real mad at me or whatever. And they're like, they said you're a good kid and you would work with us. And I was like, I don't know who that is. But, you know, I just fucking was like, no. So I went back, went to sleep, woke up in the morning, went to the city judge for my paraphernalia ticket they hit me with you know for taking a fucking pop or whatever and then they walked me across street to county jail where i got introduced to 
like the whole racial divide, even in a small county jail like that, it was like all the white dudes came to me and were like, hey, you want to be with us, man? And I was like, uh, I'm not going to be here long. I'm pretty sure my fraternity brothers are getting me bailed out today or right. whatever. And so uh, I think I'll be all right. But they were all fucking weird. And then all the black dudes were nice as fuck to me. Like they had offered me food and all this shit. And I was like, man, I don't want to take y'all's food. I think I'm about to get out of here or whatever. Um, so I was, I mean, it was whatever. Yeah, man, they would have taxed that food. Probably. Uh, so I was just like uh, hanging out or whatever. And then eventually J-Mac's cousin, who was a Bell's Bondsman, showed up. And he was like this yoke, huge dude. And um, I got out of jail. And then someone gave me a pack of cigarettes. And then I cried because I was like, fuck, yes, cigarettes. And then that was my story of getting fucking arrested. And it fucking sucked. So I had to also quit then. Now LV and me kind of quit hanging out after that. I think he felt guilty or whatever. Um so we didn't really become cool after that until probably he went to jail <laughs> again or whatever. We went out a little bit, but uh, all that happened, I ended up not even really – I got sentenced to 10 days in jail. Well, I had an option when I went to court. I could have two years of drug court or 10 days in jail is what they told me. Fuck drug court. And my my attorney was advising me to take drug court, of course. That is so corrupt, dude. And I looked at the judge, and I was like, no, I'll take 10 days in jail. And he was like, are you – that what you do? I go, yeah. I was like, I go, I go to college. Like, I'll just do 10 days in jail. Mm-hmm. And then it's over. Like, I'm totally fine with that. And so they were like, okay. And that's what they yeah, said. Drug court, you got to have like 12 meetings a week. Uh, it didn't even seem close to it. Like, I mean, they're it all, even... they come in your house at like 2 in the morning, test everybody in your house, and not one person can fail or you go to jail. Right. So I was just like, no, I'll take 10 days in jail. So that's what I did. Um, when that time came, they let me choose when I wanted to go to jail as well. They're like, what day do you want to check in? And I was like, well, my birthday's in January. And this was December when I had my court date. And I was like, could I do it the week after my birthday? Yeah. Like, so I have, I have that weekend to like fucking party hard or whatever. And they're like, yeah, and that's what we scheduled me as. And then Darkness, uh, you know, friend of ours, he doesn't like being called Darkness anymore. But guess what? He introduced himself to me that way. So that's your name. Um, he knew the jailer. I, mean, I think you did too. This guy named Blue or some shit. Yeah. Um, I think it was his name. Maybe Blue was the cop. I don't know. Yeah, we know Blue. Either way, there's a guy in this fucking jail, the head jailer, Darkness Knows, and they're like, hey, we're going to get you out of this shit. You don't even have to go to jail. So I'm all like, this is crazy. We meet up with everyone at my house. We have like a sending off. I'm going to fucking jail. I told all my teachers, like, hey, I'll be gone for at least the next week. Could be up to 10 days, but I thought they're going to let me out for good behavior or something. Uh, so just let y'all know, you know, I won't right. be in class or whatever. And uh, go up there. We talk to this dude. He goes, hey, just sign this sheet of paper. Go home. Don't get in any trouble. Come back Sunday. You'll sign this piece of paper. We're going to say you stayed two nights here and we let you out for good behavior. And I was like, this is a fucking badass. I felt like a boss scenario, right? Like, this is really cool. And so we're all pumped. We go back to my apartment. Everyone's fucking excited as shit. You know, that was <clears throat> just at my apartment before I left. And then I was like, I'm going home to Warica. There ain't no way I'm fucking getting caught in Ada. Right. Fucking outside of jail when I'm supposed to be in jail. So I got my car, drove fucking home to Warica, stayed the weekend there, came back, found Darkness Sunday. We go to the jail, and that fucking jailer quit on Saturday. And I was like, what? And then we kind of try to explain the scenario, and they're like, we'll just come back next weekend. And we're like, okay. But I signed a paper that I checked in. So in my mind, I'm like, can we just sign, find that fucking right. piece of paper or whatever? And uh, we come back the next week. That head jailer guy talks to the assistant jailers. 
when I come back the next week, they're like, uh, hey, without a head jailer, no one can sign that sheet of paper. So you would have to say they're not here, but we just ran out of mats for people to sleep on the ground. Because this is before they built the new jail here, right. right? It's like the old shitty one. And they're like, so we don't even have room for you. So we can't check you in. You'll have to come back next weekend. So this is two weeks in a row I've told my teachers, like, I'm going to be going to jail next week. Yeah. Oh, and I'm showing up. So uh, I have a friend, Randy. She was a light horse police officer here. And she called me that Wednesday afterwards. She goes, you know there's a warrant out for your arrest? And I was like, for what? It's like I haven't done anything. And she was like, you were supposed to check in a jail fucking two and a half weeks ago. And you didn't. And so there's a warrant out for your arrest. And I was like, I explained you know, the whole situation to her. So she's like, I'm going to come pick you up in my car. And we're going to go talk to the sheriff. I feel like we, we can get this handled. And I was like, I swear to God, if I go to jail on a fucking Wednesday and I haven't told anyone, I'm going to be pissed. And uh, so she came and picked me up. We talked to the sheriff. I explained my situation. And I don't know, you can bullshit, right? And this, I think, is where I'm like, racism exists in the world. I don't think if I was a black dude pitching this story, this sheriff would have gave a fuck, right? right? But I looked like I look. I'm a fat white college kid. I have good grades and shit. And I'm all like, well, fuck, sir. I'm trying to go to the fucking jail, and they won't let me. You right. know? And he's like, well, this is bullshit. You're just trying to get your time done. Like, he's completely yeah. on my side, right? And so he leaves to go talk to the judge, comes back with a sheet of paper, says, time served. You don't have to do any of this is bullshit. I got it taken care of. Just don't ever miss a probation payment. And I said, all right. And then I fucking, that's what I did. Hell yeah. And that is the punishment I got. So now when it's like, oh, it's all fucking quote unquote legal with your fucking license. I'm like, I'll live through the fucking days. <laughs> Not really. You got out. Kinda. I know I did. <laughs> uh, but it was a fun story. Fun story for sure. And I remember plenty of people in Warica that weekend. Like I told them, like, listen to this shit. They're all like, he fucking ratted. He snitched on someone. Like, I, I heard through people, people yeah. believe that. And I was like, I don't really care because I don't fucking know y'all. I don't see y'all. I don't yeah. buy fucking anything. Like, I don't know. I had nothing to do with y'all. Um, but I always thought that was funny. And I was like, no, just through a fucking fraternity. Mm-hmm. It's how it started. Now, at the end, it fucking felled me. And it was through uh, Randy, who I met at a fraternity party. So I guess... That's all the connections you make. Um, I'm. I think you made it out of all your uh, adventures without too many arrests, right? I got two arrests. With two? Okay. Yeah, two public intoxes. Right, but they weren't like major. I, I was a public no. intox. So I'm gonna talk about that some other time. I'm sure. Uh, but I didn't think you ever got caught for doing something stupid no. like myself. I did not. What happened to me after that? Uh, I counted the month before I got arrested. I counted, I smoked with 48 different people the month before I was arrested. Dang. Because I was trying to figure out who ratted, you know, and so I made a list, go, who's everyone that's been over here? And I was like, God damn, this is a problem. Because I was trying to be fucking social, right. which is fun, funny, I think, now, because I'm so antisocial. And that was one of, like, the major pivots in my life where I was like, guess what? I don't need fucking friends. I can have like three people I know, and that's it. Because I ain't having this shit anymore where fucking people come over my fucking house. All right. It turned me into you a hermit. keep the traffic moment. down, especially at nighttime. All right, man. You got anything else before we get out of here? So, uh, are you still looking forward to the new NBA game since the Thunder have nobody? More since, so. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, because after we talked last time, then Westbrook got traded. Yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, I wish... They would keep Chris Paul and could convince him to stay, and they could try to compete. That's I think, like they're trying to trade him, too. Well, they are because he wants to be traded and stuff. But if he would want to stay, they would probably try to keep him, or at least for a year, see right. what they could do. I think I really think him, Gallinari, and Adams wouldn't be the worst. I don't think they're going to like win the fucking thing or whatever, but that right. would be entertaining enough. So I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. 
be honest. The NBA but, should be interesting this week. Right. This I do year. like the way uh, it's all just changes and it's all who the fuck knows what team is going to be good. It's just very much different from the It's kind of hard to pick a favorite team at this point. You know I mean? I say just ride or die with your team. Like, I follow the NBA, the Ringer NBA Facebook group and someone posted like, so-and-so just got traded. I need a new team. And I'm like, what? How the fuck do you switch teams? Like, just choose your team. Like, as much as I shit on y'all Dallas Cowboy fans, very rarely do y'all switch to another team. No, we're not switching. You know what I, mean? I am going to backdoor root for some fucking Cleveland Browns just because right. ba- fucking Baker went there. I think Oklahoma. you're allowed to have a second favorite team. And I think your second favorite team is allowed to change. Actually, my second favorite team was the Raiders. <laughs> oh. Well, now it's been replaced by yeah, I thought I'm going to root for the Browns because I don't think I like how Antonio Brown left the Steelers. Right. Well, look, when I was a kid, the you know Jacksonville's always been my favorite team, but the Buccaneers were like my second favorite for a while because I loved Mike Allstott. Right. I just liked, how could you not? Well, I liked him. playing Madden and having him because he was like the only good fullback on the fucking Madden. And yeah. you'd be like, okay, this is pretty cool. So anyway, uh, I do think you're allowed to have a good second, a second favorite team, but I think trying to claim like no longer like this team. Man, I'm part of this uh, shit-talking group on Facebook called NFL Couch of Shame. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want in that, all they do is fucking talk shit and about each other's team, no matter what team. A lot of hate on the Cowboys, of course. Right. But you just represent your team. Like, if your team loses, you have to take a picture of yourself in your gear on the couch. It's, you know. Right. So if your team's team's having a shitty year, it kind of sucks. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm going to try to watch from a – Football games this year, possibly. I'm just, I still am not, I haven't come around on Nick Foles. Oh no. We'll, we'll see what happens. I just haven't come around for Jacksonville's uh, quarterback. Oh yeah, I forgot about him going to Jacksonville. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going to, I need to mention it again to remind myself, got to do this fucking fantasy football shit. I'm kind of wondering if Joe Flacco has anything left in the tank. I could see it either way. Because I've always thought he was a decent quarterback. I just thought the administration didn't. I couldn't get over how much he looked like this dude Eric I graduated high school with. That's all. Because when he came out, he could throw the ball like seventy fucking yards in the air. He's the best quarterback to get you a pass interference for him to throw it far and your receiver to get your arms tangled up with someone. That's yeah. what he's good at. And if you look at his historically, he has the most long pass interference calls of like any active quarterback or something. So if you can use him the right so way. So if he actually had like a fucking Randy Moss or a fucking Antonio Brown, he could just throw 50-50 balls and look like a fucking badass. I, I could see that because Baltimore Ravens, besides when they had Steve Smith those couple of years, they hadn't really have any good receivers. Right. So I get they, they always pride themselves on defense and running backs, but the running backs have kept getting in trouble or yeah. hurt. Baltimore's a dangerous place. you got to watch the wire. The wire's some good shit. Um how do you feel about taunting in sports? I like it. I'm all as for it. As long as it's not too far. I don't think you should be able to stand over a player, but I think you should be able to run down the field like, yeah, I fucking put him in the ground. I think uh, you can stand over a player and they should be allowed to push him. Mm. I, I just don't think it should be like, I think that's entertaining as fuck. Like, why are we stopping I, the entertaining I love the, shit? I love the celebrations and the taunting the other teams. I love it. I loved Carol Owens when I was a kid because he had fucking, he had the end zone celebrations. Yeah, and oh, yeah. was great too. I miss all that stuff. I think football would be a lot of fun. NFL is the no fun league. That is what that's totally what they are. They're, they don't want you to know anything about their they stars. They want term limits on the commissioner. <laughs> they don't want you to know anything about the stars. They don't want you to know, care about them. They want you to just care about a team, which is way opposite than the NBA, mm-hmm. where the NBA is like they know people in the majority will like their team, but as long as the players are popular, people care all year round and stuff. Like 
I haven't heard shit about football during this offseason. Not from like a casual fan perspective. I haven't heard any news, which right. is good for them. The last few years, it's all been bad news in the offseason. Right. But NFL's fucking killing it, or NBA is killing it as far as like comparatively what you hear about all the time. Yeah. Whatever. Um, all right, man. I think we've fucking taken up enough time, possibly. Taken up enough time. I need to learn grammar someday. I don't really know what's what's correct at this moment. I will say, uh, the Friday before this episode comes out, I'm just going to play at the end of this episode. Fuck it. Um, so on my music podcast, there'll be one that comes out this Friday. Uh, this dude, Ascendo, sent in this song once. Uh, he's a producer that featured uh, Antone, Petrovita, and Pat Chat. And he wanted to do a remix to it. So he got this guy, Rev Rap, to do a verse. And then I did a verse to go on with Antone and Petrovita's verse. So there's four people here. I'm the second one. Um, this came out Friday, so if you like it, you can go search for it on Spotify or iTunes or Apple Music or wherever, and it's called Improve On Ya Remix. All right. So anyway, shout that out, and we'll play it here. I don't necessarily think my verse is good, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm in a weird place where I like, you know, my last shit's been kind of saddish, or not really sad. I keep it real, like a real level of, like, I don't like to lie, and, uh, you know, I'm not flaunting money or dripping on cars or whatever the fuck the rappers are doing these days. I just really try to keep it as genuine as possible. And this song is more of a braggy song. So I was like, well, I feel like I kind of have to do the way I used to rap where I just am talking shit and doesn't even make sense. But I went with it and I thought it was okay. I think like Pow Wow will like this. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Pow Wow will be a fan of this verse. Um, but like, I don't think the producer locked it. So I'm like, I don't even know if people are going to like it or not. Maybe... And I don't like to judge myself because I don't, it's hard to do or whatever. So, anyway, uh, I'll be the second verse though, but we'll play that shit at the end. That's cool. All right. Um, I guess peace, man. All right. Peace. And put it in savings I'm trying to put down for a house in the Cayman So what if I want a lot more What I came with tomorrow Too late, I'ma need me a day shift Talking too much, why you need me to say shit I'm waited on no one I'm losing my patience So let me go off I'ma switch the location And catch you in Boston for my coronation Rolly go tick-tock, it's a clock Homie go buck-stock, it's a bop Now let the buck stop when I stop You cannot force-stop on the ops Matter of fact, force-stop on the flow And I'ma go floor-stomp on your dough Faster than a short-stop on the bass Turn off the bass Bringing the cops, king with the crown Know what I'm talking about Riding dirty in the south We ain't got time for the cloud We ain't got time for the loud mouths Always trying to shout The louder they get them, the more that I doubt Let me come in, we can figure it out Bloody my knuckles, I crack them and bounce Sway and move Homie, what you do? You trying to lose Know that all I'm trying to win is a cruise A suit and tie, fancy watch and a pair of shoes I'm picking past knowing really well what I'ma choose I'm moving up on you Too fast, I think I'll improve on you Flexing too much, I got proof for you Stressing, that's why I improve on you I improve on you I'm moving up on you Too fast, I think I'll improve on you Flexing too much, I got proof for you 
Stressing, that's why I improve on ya. I improve on ya. Born by the penitentiaries. Keep it 100, yeah, century. A to the mode, you should remember me. I blow your fucking mind like Kennedy. Whoa, smoked out, yeah, like a chimney. Ounce in my pocket, no skinny jeans. I, I, I just ran when I hit me. Y'all claim y'all smoking, I seen it on IG, and that is not shit to me. Whoa, born six ass, got loud like six fast. Getting high, roller coasters at six flags. Whoa, pass it to the left like grip flags. I don't know if that's right, it gets to me and don't get past. Whoa. Tell them go get their dad online, tell them kids how they mom got smashed, how pussy gets wet, and then I get splashed. Whoa, is that you win? Maybe the verse gets trash, I'll improve on ya. Ascendo so wavy, he might cruise on ya. Whoa, y'all too small, I had to zoom in on ya. Number two on the track, and number two on ya. Yeah. Whoa, really, y'all must be playing. Half of these rappers, I don't know what they saying. Other half, I hear them, but really don't care. I hear what they saying, I'm like, are you serious? Like, dude, I am not scared, I'm beyond y'all bitches. My ball sack edges, Leon Phelps with my cognac bitches. The way that y'all talking, too big for your bridges, I leave you walking. With your head spin like some fidget, y'all dig it? Y'all dig it? I pass out the shovel. I pass out the shovel. I see you look puzzled. You know you in trouble. Cause when that bomb bubbles and mo takes off, my motherfucking muzzle is broke. I'm moving up on you. Too fast, I think I'll improve on you. Flexing too much, I got proof for you. Stressing, that's why I improve on you. I improve on you. I'm moving up on you. Too fast, I think I'll improve on you. Flexing too much, I got proof for you. Stressing, that's why I improve on you. I improve yeah. on you. People ask for you, but better. You the hand me down while I'm the letterman sweater. Jacket, you jackal, I'm a straight up dragon. I'm a fresh meme, you more. And once upon a time, we were on the level. Then your career went down and out like it's a bevel. I'm the fat ass bass to your tiny treble. And I'm a Sith Lord bitch to your scum ass rebel, yeah? I don't like being mean, but you half cock smirk, man. It really makes me wanna flatten you out like you're a piece of taffy. Then roast you to hell where the crowd get laughy, yeah. What you definitely wanna say to the crowd, huh? I remember that you love getting loud, bruh. Seems a little bit backwards now, yeah. World done flip cupped upside down, uh. Like you gonna punish yourself and play pretend that you got a real shot and this isn't the end. I got a news bulletin and I'm on the corner shouting extra, extra motherfucker. Read about it. There's 4 million 27 rappers in the world. Crunch numbers, a bit of a nerd. And when the math shakes loose, who's all getting screwed? The statistics sticking, man. They pick out you I'm sorry dude But it's hardly true That your crab trap beats Make people move They don't set a mood Nor inspire grooves They give away your hits As a sham damn flukes This Not to say that you got no purpose Not to say that you're wholly worthless But end of the day With the cards you dealt Shit Maybe try something else kid. I'm moving up on you Too fast I think I'll improve on you Flexing too much I got proof for you Stressing, that's why I improve on ya. I improve on ya. I'm moving up on you. Too fast, I think I'll improve on you. Flexing too much, I got proof for you. Stressing, that's why I improve on ya. I improve on ya. Straight up and proof, I'm like a hundred in proof. Smoking that poof, I got no time for a goof. If I gave you these feet, you can't walk in these shoes I show you that floss, I got all the moves Go ask your girl, she knows I'm my grooves Hitting the bag, the ones and the twos Dabs in my drink cause I straight up infuse Dabs in my drink cause I straight up enthuse Eat up the game, it's like Steven and Seuss Back on the case and I'm finding the clues They sleeping on us, I hope that they snooze Sleeping on us, I'm pressing that snooze Speaking what's real and I'm rapping the blues I'm like Tom in the bowl and it's rare when I lose Tom in the bowl and it's rare when I lose Hey. I got so much drink that I started low. I be rapping bars like I'm shouting low. Ay. 
If you got that braid, then you got the snow. Rapping for the game, not the fucking show. Ay. Running through garages like I got a flow. I'm poetic, go. Improve.